Welcome to episode 234 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm one of your hosts, Kay Bradley. I'm Adrian Schoen. And I'm Tom Zalatni. Who's currently in shock because Kay took the welcome thing. <laughs> you never do. I was I so surprised. Wow. I was like, this is the moment. <laughs> I like it. You carpeted the DM. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, and I, Spoons. And I'd like to carpe this moment to acknowledge that the studio where we record is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Kanyangahaga First Nations people. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. So we'd like to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and the indigenous communities thereof. I really liked last week we ended up like having a really good conversation kind of launched by that about how James McGill is a bad dude. Uh, Did we ever confirm that or are we just still saying (laughs) that he's a bad dude? He had slaves. Okay. So he at least was a slave owner. All right. Which in my books is good enough to make you a bad dude. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I just couldn't remember if we ever landed on it or we just slandered somebody for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't no, occasionally yeah. slander people for no reason. Exactly. I mean, odds are good. <laughs> but uh, still. <laughs> how are your weeks? I fed chickens till I bled. Wow. Oh. Tell us everything. Uh, chickens are fierce. I was, <laughs> I went uh, away for the weekend, uh, stayed in an Airbnb where Paul and I initially went right after our wedding two years ago, because that's uh, our wedding anniversary today. Yeah, so cute. We made it two more years. Uh, and they have chickens. They have chickens. And um, But it was crazy, because we went, and they had four this time. Last time, there were three. But the guy was like, so yeah, we had three. But then I came out, and in broad daylight, a coyote had eaten two of the chickens. Oh. So uh, that was like, oh no! But now they have four; they have new, new ones. Mm. But they were they were so feisty and amazing, and they would one of them would just like wouldn't even let me get to the ground before she attacked me for, oh, no. for pecks and seeds, and then she like she would jump up and peck down. It was like a Vin <laughs> Diesel like fucking chicken. Uh, <laughs> and then we spent most of the time we we were we were like, oh, we'll go out for dinner and boo boo boo. Uh, we ended up just like spending most of our time on the lake. Because they had a pedalo, which mm. I what's a pedalo in yeah, English? Like a pedal boat. Pedal boat? Is it oh. that simple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'd call okay. it. Okay. Yeah, and it was a pretty tiny lake. It was just it felt like what, like a Disney ride. It was just like. <laughs> We're just got the little bike pedals, yeah. and they're normally like a swan, <coughs> like a paddle. Yeah. I wish. Mm. What was it not shaped that. like? It was shaped like a boat. blue rectangle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a waste. <laughs> we got so high. We saw fish jump in the sky for bugs. Um, we ate so much crap. Nice. What and, kind of crap? Uh, um, I'm so throaty Actually, today. not that bad. Oh, the, lean into it. <laughs> yeah. The audience loves it. What kind of crap did you eat? We, we actually, it wasn't actually that bad. It had like gnocchi and stuffed oh. pasta and like, hmm. what was the crap we ate? Adrian, fill time. I'm going to try and remember. Okay. Have I discussed my position on birds? <laughs> I feel I feel like you might have I'm going to guess what your position is And then you can say that never happened I'm going to guess Adrian Isn't a fan of birds Adrian tell us your position on birds Here's the thing I, I like animals And I don't dislike birds But birds don't like me And I feel like that they're very much Okay where they are And I don't think that they should be In a contained space anywhere near me because i've been attacked by a baby ostrich chased by swans a goose uh uh bitten like to draw blood from like a, a conure what's it called finchers finches they've they've taken a little whack at me oh my god birds are a bit of assholes to you yeah, yeah. but i do like chickens and when i was in uh, england i stayed in a weird 
bread and breakfast and they had Cluckingham Palace and I very much enjoyed oh watching them. <laughs> they have little dresses. Oh, and they had little, no, they didn't. <laughs> but they were, there were ducks and then you got to watch the ducks eat the ramen noodles and then they would like waddle off into their little house at night. It was really fun. Why are the ducks eating ramen noodles? Because they're, they're like poor. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a duck with a job? <laughs> I don't That's a like really good noodles. point. That's a really good point. So what else was the crap that you ate? Ramen noodles? Oh, crap. I was way too involved in Sorry. that. Uh. <laughs> that was way too... You asked me to kill time. Oh, uh, there was a pie. One of my favorite pies, which I think I've mentioned on the podcast before. It's like a it's like a sugar pie, but with uh, nun farts on it. What? You huh? know nun farts? What's a what? nun fart? It's like this this like pastry spiral that has like so much sugar and, and brown sugar and pastry. And it's a spiral. And it's called bet de sar, which is nun fart. Huh. It is. Yeah, cool. and that pie is the best. <laughs> that sounds nice. And then we made s'mores, but we didn't have s'mores. We got uh, we, the fucking grocery store didn't have s'mores. It was not our fucking fault. No, not s'mores. Oh, you know they usually have a kit. I'm gonna slow down. <laughs> Just a second. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been training myself to do this lately. <laughs> Just realize what's happening and stop it. Uh, they didn't have the kit, so we purchased Teddy Grahams. Uh-huh. Oh, and they didn't have Hershey's normal chocolate because they're bizarre uh so we got like swiss milk chocolate okay sure. and then there were and then marshmallows so then i i, I roasted the marshmallow to perfection and then dunk di- dipped the chocolate into the marshmallow but then that created weight and it was peeling already from the uh. base of the, and then i i saved it by holding the teddy gram underneath <laughs> and i held that for a little while uh I wish you could have seen it. That sounds like a really magical moment. And then I put it in my mouth. And it was even, yes, it was a magical moment. Sounds like a Teddy Graham orgy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ooh, and I whittled the stick first so it was even wow. more sexual. Damn. Yeah. Very nice. My, my go-to for like on-the-go s'moresing, I guess, uh-huh, uh-huh, is uh-huh, um, uh-huh. instead of getting separate graham crackers and chocolate, I get the celebration cookies. You know, the of, course. of course. Of yeah, course. Yeah. Because those are like graham cracker with chocolate layered on top so you can just kind of sandwich a marshmallow between and just you know paul's gonna scream when i tell him that of course so much easier (laughs) yes so much easier but you don't get the fun of like having to assemble it you know and teddy grams are very fun they are but they're fucking tiny yeah, that's yeah, they are that's <laughs> completely ridiculous. It, the level that you're gonna like burn yourself, like that, exactly. that's a very high risk. Yeah. yeah, but I'd like to go back to the stick because I I keep advocating that we get a whittling room at work. <gasps> of course you do. <laughs> this is on brand for you. This is absolutely on brand. <laughs> Please tell me that you actually proposed this. I have voiced it. I haven't filled out like a form to HR. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just you whittle. I'm, I, you know, when I was a kid, I had my Swiss Army knife from the Girl Scouts, and I would sit there and I'd, I'd whittle down sticks. Actually, in in college, I had a 3D art class, and it was all, like, practical. Like, um, they had, like, a, um, a plastic molding machine. I don't know how to use that. But, uh, like, it really was, like, I was building things out of tape and aluminum foil and stuff. This was not, like, 3D cool. rendering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and so th- one of the projects I did was I got a bunch of sticks from the park and I whittled them all down. And then I, um, I took, uh, like eight packs of, uh, like extra sugar-free chewing gum and I stuck them together and with twine and gum and I made an arm. Whoa. <laughs> That's so cool. Was there any effect on your body? From chewing that much gum? From chewing that much gum. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It doesn't stick very well when it's sugar-free, but I didn't want to chew, like, that much sugar gum. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Because Stefan actually oh. did an art project with gum. Did he? Yeah. I think he ate probably eight packs of gum yeah. as well. Wow. And it was for a, a, a graphic design class, so it was, like, font, but, like, he ah. made the font out of gum. Wow. But then he had... <laughs> but then he had massive diarrhea from the gum. Oh, oh I didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah. But I everything I made in that class. You're every, welcome, Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> Man. But yeah, everything they and I made, they all said looked like uh, the Blair Witch Project. Oh, <laughs> that's the best in the world of sculptures. You wanna uh, you wanna like people to be unsettled. Yeah, that's it was what creepy. you want. <laughs> Please tell me you have a photo of that. I really am curious. I don't. I oh wish I did. my goodness! Please make it again, Adrian. I need to see it. I know. I well, I had to put it in the freezer so that the gum would harden. That I remember because oh. that was the only thing I really made it stick together. 
But how did it not stick on the freezer? I, it wasn't... A lot of the heavy lifting was done by twine. Ah, uh, yes, the twine. <laughs> but the, the gum yes. helped. Yeah, fair enough. I feel like we knew we have a new weekend project. <laughs> <laughs> Time to choose some Upper gum. Upper network Let's twine gum. and gum project. <laughs> Make a creepy arm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, what's up? I want to tell you about a little sponsor we got for our episode today. Oh, sweet! This episode is brought to you in part by... Chaos. Chaos? What's that? (laughs) Not the force that governs the universe. But chaos.com. Createchaos.com, that is. It's a website? Wow. It sure is. Uh, And that's chaos with a K. So don't go spelling it with a C, you dummies. I would have spelled it with a C. Yeah. Well, (laughs) dummy. Don't be a dummy. If you're going to spell it with a C, it's because you're dumb. Guys, are you looking to produce some high-quality branded content without breaking the bank? Am I? (laughs) Sorry, George. (laughs) Chaos makes content marketing easy, affordable, and accessible by offering a studio-on-demand model and various subscription packages that make it easy to create consistent content for your audience and potential customers. Sound good so far? Yeah. I'm sold. Here's the crazy part. Do you want professional sound equipment for podcasts and voiceovers? Yeah. Yes. Cool. How about cinema-grade cameras, lenses, and lighting packages? You have that too? Fuck oh, yes. They sure do. How about live streaming capability and event hosting? That sounds really... I, I'm, that, I'm really cur- I'm curious about that. That's awesome. That's kind of... The, that's the thing that I don't have personally. Right. Yeah, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Chaos got you covered. Uh-huh. Whatever... Whatever your business is doing, be it starting a podcast, building a video empire, adding live streams to your social media pages, they got a package that'll help you create consistent, reliable content for your audience. Go to createchaos.com or check them out on Instagram at createchaos to find out more. That's chaos with a K. Wonderful. Yeah. I feel like I feel like just so that we don't scare off any potential this is a Patreon perk, Nispa. Yeah. Okay. That's right. So we don't scare off any potential Patreon perks. I'm sure that Tom would be open to if you wanted to take that spot and have an ad on the show, mm-hmm. that uh, you ask him that we don't fuck with your ad. I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure that's a thing. I feel like George is 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 a friendly, cool yeah. dude who is uh okay with it. You we- know what? I feel like people would pay extra for that kind of quality on the spot improv uh, <laughs> oh to have the fucking yes up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the fake fucking up uh, the way I see it if the information's being like correctly delivered it's an effective ad right and oh yeah, yeah have fun yeah. with it that just like you know means our content our audience is gonna engage more with the ad if we be silly about it yeah yeah you know? yeah but sometimes like I, I'm sure I'm, I might be talking out of my butt which I do a lot <laughs> everybody uh, so uh, that uh, for market like for the marketing for the message to get across in the way they want it to it needs to be delivered in the way they want it to see here's the thing thing? though like i think that uh, in many podcasts which i listen to a lot um they let people like play with the ads because you know you don't want to be the kind of corporation that's like nah don't don't like fuck with me like Mm -hmm. we've got our our thing going you know voice was really fucking cool (laughs) (laughs) i was immediately intimidated that's corporate spoof yeah Yeah. i really (laughs) forgot about spoons <laughs> like oh, i really like that the daily zeitgeist does these uh, ads for the economist which is like a very serious publication like uh-huh. well researched well like very serious like journalism and they keep doing it like a monster truck ad <laughs> <laughs> like the economist awesome. drop some knowledge <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing but we're not here to talk about the economist we're here to talk about patreon oh welcome to the cash corner the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Over the next few weeks, we'll be highlighting all the different perks you can get by signing up to our Patreon. Did you know that our very own Kate Bradley is a ridiculous, talented artist? Did you mean ridiculously? <laughs> Did I write ridiculous? Yeah, but no. that's more accurate. I guess, yeah. Well, <laughs> she is. Take the damn compliment, Kate. Take it, <laughs> in all caps. Well, who feels dumb now? If you want proof. Pledge just $20 and she'll draw you a 5x7 pencil sketch of yourself or an existing character or an animal. And of course, if you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall, and Carlea, Thomas, George Poppy, Jan, Killian, Sarah, Angelica, Will, and Andrew, Laura, Kate, and our newest patron, Paolo. Hi, Paolo. Thank you very much for pledging. Uh, you'll get uh, oh, so much 
energy to <laughs> cover up my mess up in the sentence. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind the scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. Plus, if you give us at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. Today's featured Patreon question comes from George, who asks, what's in your fridge right now? Hmm. Can you please put a fridge sound there? I don't know, can I? What's a fridge sound? I was just thinking, there's the there's the sound when the door closes. Yeah. Foop. Foop. <laughs> Foop. Like a very soft, like... Yeah. Yeah, because it is. It's like, sealing, sealing no. the container. That's what I want my fridge to sound like. I'm sealing the container. Oh, I wish I had the same voice as my, my like, Bluetooth headphones. Like, door closing. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I loved... Um, Oh, Slytherin dude who did so many other Alan things. Alan Rickman? Yes. Who <laughs> was? I love Alan Rickman. <laughs> fill in all the bits in my sentences. Who was in that movie as a robot? Chappie. No. You know, it wasn't Alan Rickman? <laughs> Don't know. I, I think it was. A, we, uh, um, I always call it Guardians of the Galaxy, but that's not what it is. I, Robot. No! Oh, you're just naming movies with robots? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Short circuit. <laughs> no. Uh, oh. What's the one with the kid who's friends with a big robot? Do you mean a literal robot? Y- yes. Well, in a movie. In a movie. <laughs> Wait, did Alan Rickman voice Wally? No. <laughs> Wally. Walliam E. Wally I. No. Uh. Uh. We're gonna get there. The book. You look into the book. It's a guide to the galaxy. Oh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the there Al- Galaxy. Yeah, he played. Uh, um, <laughs> We got there. <laughs> snake, snake. Marvin the, the yeah. Martian. No, no, no. <laughs> so close. But yeah, but their ship gave them like ah. Right. Would just sigh when the doors were opened and closed. I like that. Ah. Marvin the paranoid android. There we go. But he wasn't paranoid. No. He was just depressed. Yeah, super depressed. <laughs> wow. I think a lot of people who are depressed get like unfairly characterized as other things. Yeah. Paranoid, lazy. Yeah, mixed bag. Yeah, you know, like when it's Halloween and you get a box and there's a bunch of different things in it, mm-hmm. like that, but without the joy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what mental illness is. So, what's in your fridge? <laughs> okay, uh, I have fridge situations. Okay, the fridge upstairs is on its last legs, and we can't trust it. So it only contains drinks, uh, water. And occasionally a leftover plate that we're like, you know what? It's a, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fridge downstairs is a smaller one that was my mom's before. And then it, it, that one works fully functional. Uh, it's got it's got eggs. It's got a uh, veggie pate. It's got peppers. It's got some fucking uh, crush uh, cream soda cans that I don't like. Some Barks cans that I don't like. A couple Coronas in the back because my mom's in town. We've got we've got some salad over some salad that should be thrown away. Mm. We've got um, cucumbers that I haven't wiggled recently. That's the test to make sure they're still good. If mm-hmm. they wiggle. Mm-hmm. They're not good anymore. Uh, freezer. We've got mini quiches. Uh, we've got uh, breakfast potatoes, the small ones, the McCain kind. Oh, they're very yeah. yumsy. Uh, are they we... crinkly or are they flat boys? No, they're like they're like mini hash browns. Oh, shit. So they're like the size of a toonie, but they're like hash browns. Wow. And then we've got tempeh and veggie burgers that have been there for a very long time. <laughs> I feel like that happens, eh? You get like frozen veggie burger stuff and you're like, I might eat this one day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that is the story of my fridges. That's not bad. That's like, you got, you got a good amount of stuff in yeah. there. We, um, we finally have a new dishwasher. Nice. Oh, congratulations. oh what an ordeal. It, our old one broke in March Ugh. and we like are not good at staying on top of dishes because like, I don't like hand washing because my skin dries out really fast. Mm. And also we have a baby. And so it's like. It's a lot. Yeah, it's really hard to stay on top of dishes when you have a baby. Um, so we like bought this used dishwasher, and then it ran one cycle, and then crapped out on us and stopped working. And I felt really bad because our patron Patrick is a plumber and came by to like install it for us. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, it didn't work, and he was like, "Sorry." Oh <laughs> like, no. It was just a crappy dishwasher, and like he did it for free, which was really nice of him. And I felt bad that he wasted his time. Mm. But uh, then you helped us take that one out of the I house. I did. I felt so powerful after that experience, Tom. It, I was like, I can still lift things. You were like, I think extremely useful in that situation well thank you very much thank you uh and then we got rid of that one and now we have a brand new one that i financed at the brick 
And awesome. I'm paying them like 50 bucks a month for the next like 70 years. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's nice. It's stainless steel. Ooh. We figured like you're financing one, you're going into debt for it. You might as well like splurge and get a nice one. <laughs> That's <laughs> one way to go about it. <laughs> well, because it's not like we have to pay for it up front, right? Like it's yeah. interest-free financing. Yeah, so but it's you're, like you're still just in debt for paying longer. more. Yeah, you still pay more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like it's kind of worth it. You get a nice one. Do you sit next week. to it and like put your hand on the stainless steel sometimes, and then bend a spoon with your other hand i can do that yeah i got that cadabra energy cadabra <laughs> you know the pokemon that dents the spoon <laughs> anyway um so now that we have a dishwasher yeah. we can finally throw out all of the like containers of expired leftovers that have been in our fridge um... and like wash them thoroughly on like a high heat setting yes <laughs> uh, so right now uh, at the time of recording there is a pot that has had lentils in it since <gasps> probably february oh if we're being honest God. i throw it away <laughs> Well, I'm going to like throw the lentils out because it's garbage day in the morning. So I'm going to throw the lentils out tonight. We'll certainly do that. Put the pot, <laughs> yes, put yes. The pot in the dishwasher and like run Hopefully. it on the highest sanitation cleaning. And then we'll have a pot again, <laughs> which will feel really nice. Or it has become semi-lenteled. Yeah. I feel we'll like see. it might have fused at this point. Yeah, that but, might never come out. <laughs> yeah. I've thrown away a few Tupperwares with just Me the too. like, I abandon your life. Yeah. I don't mind doing it with Tupperware. This is just like a like massive stock pot. That's oh, just, oh yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fight for it. That. Yeah. Fight for it. That's it. So yeah, like I have a shitty stove top. Like we have a nicer pot, but we have like a shittier one. And I'm like, if I never wash that out, because the nice one I would... I would protect. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I would give it the the attention to wash it out, but like the the shitty one, if something horrible had happened and I just abandoned it, I'd throw that thing yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. there's too many sales at uh, Canadian yeah. Tire to hold yeah. on to something shitty. No. Yeah, but in non-expired. Food, yeah, absolutely. We've got like. Um, we're starting to buy groceries again instead of just doing takeout all the time. Great. Um, so we've actually got like a pot roast, or not a pot roast, a uh, pork roast nice. ready in the fridge for tomorrow. Ooh. That'll be really nice. Um, I have lots of like sauces, various kinds of mustards and barbecue sauces uh-huh. and stuff because I'm a big sauce guy. Yeah. Um, we got this nice olive medley a few nights ago to go with the oh. dinner we were having, and there's still a few of those boys left. So like, what does that mean? Does that mean several different olives yeah. in one container? Hmm. You know it. Yeah, I, we got some green ones of various sizes and some red ones of various sizes. Red ones? Well, like the reddish black, you know. Olives aren't really black, but they call them black, but they're red. Are they? Well, okay, hang on. There's... I've not gotten close enough to one. I'd say maybe deep purple, but red? Well, so like like the black olives you get on pizza are black. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But then there's like Kalamata olives. Oh, I gotcha. Those I see red. it in my head. Oh, there's, okay. well, I, would still, I would still go burgundy. Well, sure, but burgundy's burgundy is a shade of red. <laughs> Wouldn't you categorize burgundy as a red? I can't categorize it as a purple, like between purple and red. You, yeah, you yeah well, me. and especially like, and I might apply that term like bergen to you to a Kalamata olive, but that is more on the dark kind of purpley side right. of the, yeah. the color. Okay. All right. Anyway, there's a mix of olives. I feel like we need to put some olives on the table. I really don't want to do that. No, because I don't either. I don't even like olives. I well, that's why I I haven't really assessed their color that much because I'm not very close to them. I don't like them. It took me a long time to come around to olives. Mm. I've been eating olives just by the fistful since I was a child. Yeah. You ever put a fistful of olives in your mouth and try to get all the pits out without choking? No. Impossible. My goodness. (laughs) Um, Our freezer has a lot in it right now because Teffer's sister just moved to Newfoundland. Okay. And like they brought a lot of their stuff, but not most of their food, right? Um. So they like gave us a bunch of their frozen stuff. Uh huh. They had these amazing pierogies. I don't know where she got them from. And we still have like maybe 10 left in the freezer. And I'm so excited to eat those for lunch this week. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Can can I ask you a Canadian question? Yeah. Why why do you guys not take pits out of olives? Uh, Well, what do you mean? Like. (laughs) Because like some olives come like pitted with like stuff in them. Like a a pimento pimento. olive. Like that's very typical. But like if I order a martini in the States, it will never have a pit in it. Are Ever. you getting pits in your martini olives? Every single time. <gasps> wow, you got to go to different places. That every single awful. restaurant, every fine cocktail restaurant in Montreal, every like in huh. salads, like in a Greek salad, they have pits in them like you're trying to break your teeth off. That's yeah, strange. That I, it's yeah. everywhere. I've never been to a place in Montreal where they pit the olives. Hmm. Whoa. 
Challenge thrown out yeah. to the restaurateurs of Montreal. Huh. Cultural differences. So, like, for Greek salad, like, I definitely have only had salads with pits. Mm-hmm. But, like, or olives with pits. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. get to the pit of a salad. Oh, my God. It's um, devastating. It never ends. It's just like a rock-hard crouton. <laughs> uh, but I, I've never had a cocktail show up with an olive with a pit in it because they always stick the sword through it. Yeah, but they just kind of move it around the pits, and then they, like, sometimes they'll give you a little dish for them, but, like, they never take them out. Whereas in the States, they will stuff them with blue cheese. They will be pimentos, but they're not using them in drinks, apparently. They're fucking amazing, so they should. (laughs) Uh, Almonds or garlic or jalapeno-stuffed olives, those are good. I had jalapeno-stuffed olives and almond-stuffed olives within the same week. Like maybe a month ago, uh-huh. thinking because I I bought one and was like that was really good and bought the other thinking it was the same thing. Uh. I just you know it was an accident, but they ended up both being really delicious. I had never seen that in my life, and then I noticed it at the grocery store, and it was so nice. Yeah, um, I know yummy. about it because at the Galerie d'Anjou there was like a stall. So when I went with my mom and Paul, they both would be like, ah, 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 and I'm just be like, okay, you have your moment, and they would have all those all the lovely things you just named. Paul makes sense to me as an olive guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he and I are kindred spirits when it comes to food. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, I love me a good olive. Yeah. Yeah. It's a difficult... There's two things he buys that grosses me out. Pickles Mm. um, and olives. Mm. Uh, They make me uneasy. (laughs) Is it the brining? I think... Well, one of them them I call cum pickles because they're just in... They're just, they look like they're just bathing in cum, which I assume is brine. What the hell is that? I don't know. It looks like it's all like, it's just like cloudy all, all over. It's not like. It's not like pickle juice? What? It's juice. Wait. Like, let's let's be clear. It's not, it's not like it's gel in there, you know? It's just, it's juice, but it's cloudy. So with cum pickles. And the. <laughs> it doesn't have like a greenish tinge to it. No. Nope. Like white. Cum isn't supposed to have a greenish well, tinge to like, it. It's not like. Conversation for later. <laughs> um, uh, I was looking at his Gatorade that he was downing, and it has a greenish tint to it. <laughs> so I was just like, "Oh no!" This is the special cum flavor. The cum flavor. <laughs> but when you've run around the block, <laughs> come G, G come. Gross. You know, if I have too many pickles, I got a foot cramp. That's weird. Oh wait, How I've heard work? about this. That's probably that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it like, yeah, because of the shit in the pickle? I don't know. I've, I've repeated the experiment several times, and it's the only times I've ever had a foot cramp. Huh. Well, because because like because because like gout. I think it's a salt. Yeah. Well, cause, yeah, because c- certain things affect crystals in your bits. Yeah. No, I, I was crystal in your bits. <laughs> I remember very clearly that my dad didn't have any food in his fridge when I was staying with him over the weekend when I was in high school. And I had like just a fuck ton of pickles. Like I had so many pickles. And, <laughs> and then I was sitting on the couch and I had my feet up and I could just see my toes independently moving <gasps> and contorting oh. in their own directions oh. in like the most painful, bizarre thing that I've ever had happen. And then I was like, I wonder if it's a pickle. So then I ate too many pickles again the next weekend. Also foot cramps. That's crazy. Huh. That's Yeah, that's really weird. Foot cramps are the worst. Foot cramps are the worst. They're horrible. Yeah. Also that yeah. scene where uh, in Heroes where the blonde cuts off her toe. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember that. She's trying to see if she... Oh, regrows yeah. things. Oh, the cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. Hayden yeah. Panettiere. Peden, what happened to her? Peden. She was on Nashville for like seven seasons. I don't know what that is. It, it was like adult glee set in the country world. <laughs> 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 it's not bad. Connie Britton's in it. I don't uh, know what that is either. <laughs> <laughs> she was choose the mom on Friday Night Lights. Nope. <laughs> uh, Chip Eston, who was. No, God, uh, you're just making up names now. <laughs> no, he was on Whose Line? Who's, uh, oh, Chip! Chip from Who's Line? Chip. I think I only watched yeah. the British version of okay. Who's Line. I think oh he may goodness. have also guested on that here and there. Okay, I don't remember anyway, him. Doesn't matter. I was always asking myself, is that your real name? It's Charles. Oh. Yeah. He goes by Charles sense. Eston now because he wants to be taken seriously as an actor. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> then he Good luck! A teacup in a haunted, enchanted palace. <laughs> Did the chipmunks go to haunted places? No, Wait, Chip was the little teacup. Little and t- oh, the I'm sorry. I'm yeah. thinking of the chipmunks. Oh, yeah. 
I'm glad that I explained a stupid joke that didn't worth wasn't worth voicing in the first place. <laughs> you always have to explain jokes to me because they. It's like I'm a. It's like you know when you put pasta in a drainer. Sure. I'm the drainer when it comes to throwing jokes. So Adrian, what's in your fridge? Cool. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Um, well. It's going to sound all pretentious because I, I don't actually, I'm not responsible for any of this, but like <laughs> in the door, we have like a very eclectic uh, collection of like miso and chili pastes and uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, homemade curry pastes and um, grappa and... Um, <laughs> Isn't that the strong alcoholic Italian thing? Yeah, somebody gave us a gift recently. Oh. Um, uh, I think there's some vermouth that my husband uses for cooking sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, we have raw dog food patties. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Which was quite an issue for a while because it was just like, because the, they, they're frozen and then, but like you have to put thaw them in the it. fridge to thaw, but mm. it's like a stack of them and then they start like bleeding on things. So then we had to get like a bucket to put them in. <laughs> so like contain, it's very, I'm putting way too much effort and money into the dog. And then <laughs> um, it deserves it. Pot cookies and uh, some cherries uh-huh. and uh, peaches, uh, various vegetables, fruits, um, salami, like maybe some prosciutto. Whoa, Parmesan so pretentious. I know. Spoon's got that good fridge. She's got that yeah. prosciutto. Can I tell you about a, a horrific fridge that Balls. I encountered uh, in my teenage years? Did it have arms and legs? Because that does in my mind. Uh, worse. Um, so I worked at a Petco when I was in high school. Oh, no. <laughs> And so it turns out you can't like you can't just like throw away an animal that dies because uh-huh. uh-huh. also like if there's reports that they're like just not feeding them or like there's abuse they need to be able to follow up and like investigate right and also I think you just can't throw rats in the dumpster so <laughs> there was just a freezer like a little mini freezer just full of like dead rats oh, no. and anytime anybody opened it you could smell it like. <sighs> across the entire back room like it was the most horrible thing just full of like little dwarf hamsters that didn't make it oh no (laughs) this is horrifyingly reminding me that um so you guys remember daphne my guinea pig yeah oh yeah died uh this past winter Uh uh-huh she is in our freezer oh no we um so (laughs) our plan was to bury her when the snow thawed and like bury her in the garden yeah and we forgot to do that oh no and i think now now the plan is to bury her before the winter yeah 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 Um, yeah she's like you know in several bags sealed (laughs) okay you know what that sounded like Oh, no, she's in one piece. <laughs> um, but this is the second... Text her legs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just put her for the, for the food processing. She's in so many bags. <laughs> <laughs> Just shipping her to various members of parliament. Um, oh, my but God. But I, I had a hamster when I was 10 who died. Um, funny, he waited till I got home. My mom was like, all day he's been very sluggish, but he's been like kicking around i got home his eyes were still open he kind of like crawled toward the cage and then he died oh my god he waited for me um so it was also winter and we put him in the freezer Uh we didn't take him out of the freezer till i was 17 and we moved to a different house (laughs) (laughs) daphne will get a burial much sooner than that oh my god (laughs) this so reminds me of when i was in grade school i so i oh god i don't even know where to begin with this um so I had a little hamster, a little white hamster named Snowy, which uh-huh. got out, and my dog proceeded to not eat, but like <laughs> lick flat into the carpet like a little bearskin rug. <laughs> oh, so Yuck. I was at school, and my my parents were like, "Well, we should break the news. We'll go pick her up from school." <laughs> and I I got bullied a lot at school, so some kid had taken the the air out of my bike tires. Uh huh. So I had to walk my bike home, and I'm walking, and, like, the pedals keep hitting me in the back of the leg, and I'm like, and my mom comes to pick me up, and I'm like, oh, great. This moment, like, this is so miserable. What a stroke of luck. My mom's come with her station wagon to take me and my bike home. She's like, your hamster's dead. (laughs) 
Why not wait until you got home? Read the room, Ma. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Sucks. Oh no! But clearly you've recovered. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> have you met spoons? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh man! No, that's fair. <laughs> so, George, we hope that answers your question. Yeah. <laughs> What's the strangest thing you've ever had in your fridge? Let us know. Um, now we come to the final part of our show, uh, where we hop over to Reddit.com/r/amitheasshole. Yes. And tell someone whether or not they are the asshole. Wonderful. I've got two really fun ones for us today. Uh, does someone want to, out of, uh, you know, just randomly tell me if they want uh, one that has to do with animals or one that has to do with the sun? The we'll do sun. both. We'll start with the sun. Okay. <laughs> so this comes from Reddit user what D01D00, which I think is maybe supposed to be what do I do? Uh-oh. Uh, and they ask, am I the asshole for being furious with my husband for getting the sublime sun tattooed on his arm? <laughs> Strap in, guys. We've been married for two years, have no kids together. I'm 23 and he's 25. My husband has both of his legs fully tattooed and has always said that he'll never tattoo his arms. He got drunk last weekend and his friend tattooed the sublime sun logo on his upper bicep. It's a quality tattoo. The friend is a good tattoo artist. It was his favorite band in junior high school, and he thought it was hilarious in an ironic way. When I woke up the next day and saw it on him sleeping next to me, I exploded. It's a fucking sublime tattoo. Like, I can't take him seriously anymore. And honestly, this makes me question his judgment in general, that he would take his leg tattoos so seriously, and has always said he'd never touch his arms. I told him this, and he said, I'm overreacting and an asshole for making him feel bad about it. I think he's just regretting it and won't admit it. Am I the asshole? She's assuming a lot. Yeah, (laughs) so much. I mean, it's his body. I'm not, yeah, like... What yeah. the hell? She's getting a little judgy about Sublime. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, is the I have I I, I probably recognize if I see it, but is it mm-hmm. ugly? It's not know. like great. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, let's have a look at this. It's definitely a little. Um, anyone who wants to see it can uh, Google Sublime Sun logo. Oh, but that's actually like it's like a little creepy. It's creepy creative. Yeah, that's not yeah. just like. A bad drawing. That's like an interesting. That's an interesting drawing. To yeah, me. it's it's not like he just like got the word sublime tattooed on his. <laughs> yeah, arm. also I think that would be worse. And isn't there like there's so, sublime? Wait, is sublime? Am I mixing up two two bands? I, S- I, oh wait, no. Is sublime the one that does? No. <laughs> I can't remember like a title. I can remember the feeling of the music in my car in high right. school. Yeah. <laughs> On a summer night, it's it's like it's like it's like punky reggae. Is that what it is? Uh, that sounds like kind of Scottish. They did Santeria. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. there's a lot got like no crystal ball. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Got no fuck. There's so much dollars. like emotion with that band and like yeah. in the story of that band and everything. Like, yeah. What is wrong with you? Why is his arm so? It, this feels like a control freak. Like a sort of not not so much control freak. What am I saying? Like like she's really hooked up on the fact that he said that he would never get anything done yeah. on his arms, yeah. and she's saying like I'm doubting his judgment in general. Although I feel like she's being a little bit uh, funny. I think this in is that. definitely an overreaction. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. It's just it's just like it's not like even if he had said that he would never touch his arms, it's still his call to say when he changes that opinion. Yeah, I I think it's like if it's like an offensive tattoo. Yeah, if it's yeah, something yeah, yeah. He can't cover up, mm-hmm. but like upper bicep, like you can cover that. Yeah. I have tattoos on my upper bicep yeah. that like people don't see them. Well, you guys see them because I'm in a tank right now, but like most of the time, people don't see them. Tom's in a tank. I'm in a big tank, room, room. <laughs> but like, I, yeah, if it was something offensive or gross, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess if she really hates Sublime, maybe it's offensive and gross to her. <laughs> but like, I don't know. This feels this feels silly to me. Yeah. <laughs> There was I I because I like to play this game at home now and there was uh, uh am I the asshole that I really enjoyed where this guy um asked if he was the asshole for uh accidentally getting his son to name his teddy bear oh is that the That's next the one other one I've got oh my god it's amazing <laughs> okay it's so okay good. let's go to that one in a second about let's decide how we feel about this one asshole ask this lady is an asshole for being mad about sublime yes. yeah, yeah yeah I think so. <laughs> 
Absolutely. He didn't spend money on it either from the sounds of it. It was No, exactly. Tattoo. Like, what other thing? What is she on his decisions all the time? Right. Like, yeah. But that's Because he's assuming. already tattooed. Like, this yeah. is not a stretch. No. Yeah. No. It's, I, maybe it's a really cool son. Maybe she's mad that he got drunk and did something, something fun. <laughs> this might be just a pattern of, like, him doing weird shit when he's drunk that she's worried oh, is going to escalate. That's That's true. a whole other story. That's valid. Yeah. I always feel like there's another layer behind these stories that we're not getting. Yeah. yeah trust issues, probably. Yeah, but yeah. usually it's, yeah, it's weird for the person to ask if they're the asshole that comes off as, like, less charitable. Yeah. Say that again with other words. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like usually when somebody writes them, they they write it like in a way that they are very much trying to convince you that they're not an asshole. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas she like wrote it in a way that makes her sound like she's a little bit like, like she's not really selling the case that he's like a dick. Yeah. She's just saying like, I don't know. Like I I feel like she's holding back. Right. Or she has so little self-awareness that she's just clearly being an asshole and how she wrote that and doesn't even get that. Mm. It could be. Yeah. She so probably many feels options. pretty justified in being mad about it. Yeah. 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 I, I wonder if there's like a missing link that we, we're not getting here. Like maybe her family is like very Jewish and her parents don't know he has any tattoos and she's worried he won't be able to hide his sublime son tattoo because it'll be too powerful. <laughs> and they'll <laughs> find out powerful. and they'll be mad at her. That's another option. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you can totally be buried in a Jewish like cemetery with tattoos. Depends on the. It, unless they're like yeah. super orthodox. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like someone super orthodox probably wouldn't marry a person who's not. I guess getting point, a sublime right? tattoo well, while yeah. they're drunk, probably yeah, not. Yeah. yeah, but also like it was. She woke up and saw it, and I'm imagining like someone who's afraid of bugs finding a bug in their bed, just being like, Whoa! and then like she specifically said, sublime tattoo. Like that's a fucking sublime tattoo. I know that I'm scared of the sublime sun, and when I see it, when I wake up, I know, right? I freak out. What if it was like Brad Pitt? <laughs> like, it was some guy who just like had a really like big image to uphold, and then went out. Oh, I thought you meant uh, the tattoo. No, no. Like, <laughs> just a like Brad a portrait Pitt of bad Brad Pitt. No, Brad like Brad Pitt. Pitt got drunk, got a like sublime tattoo, and his wife's just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to fuck up your career. Honey. Yeah, exactly. Wait, are people still married to Brad anymore. Pitt? <laughs> it's 2019. I feel like he's doing his own thing, yeah. maybe. You know, just making mm. safe movies with things he can do. <laughs> Didn't he? He was just in that Quentin Tarantino movie, wasn't he? Yeah, I know, but but I feel like it's safe where he is. Yeah, yeah. Like, that'll play to his base, but that movie also caused quite a bit of controversy in terms of just, like, how much of an asshole is Quentin Tarantino? (laughs) Right, yeah, 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 of course. I I say that as somebody who likes Quentin Tarantino movies, but fully acknowledges he's probably a piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Probably. I mean, that's valid. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of people who are maybe the asshole. This Segway. one that you found. Yeah, I can't believe that you also came That's across so funny. this. Uh, so this comes from Reddit user. Remember you too? You? <laughs> they say, am I the asshole for suggesting my seven-year-old name his new stuffed tiger, Tig Biddies? <laughs> I love this story so much. Get ready. Pretty much the title. My son won a stuffed tiger at the fair last night and he said he had named him Tig. He asked me what its last name should be. I couldn't help myself and just instantly replied, Biddies. Then I turned to my wife to share a smirk, but she was so pissed and quickly suggested a few different last names. But my son insisted that he liked Biddies, so now his tiger is named Tig Biddies. My (laughs) wife thinks this was completely inappropriate. I think it was a silly joke that went over his head and will have no negative ramifications. Am I the asshole? I need to be uh, clued into what Biddies are. Or Tigs. Tig Biddies? Tig (laughs) Titties. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. (laughs) I love this story so, so much. Oh, my God. I I have to 100% agree with, like, the top comment on there, which is inappropriate, yes, hysterical also yes (laughs) but how is it i mean there is such a thing as large breasts 
<laughs> yeah. It's true. He's not saying these are bad. He's not no. saying they are good. He's simply... It's, Comparing it's, it's them to name. a tiger. It's the tiger's name. It's almost like energy. Like big cock energy, big titty energy. Sure. Big tiger energy. I'm really working hard for whoever this... What is it? You two person? Yeah. Remember you two? Remember you two? I, I, do, I don't know. I thought might be my... If I were ever to go into burlesque, I think Tig Bitties might be it's it. Right. <laughs> That's pretty good. Bit of a tiger theme. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Oh I don't think this guy's the asshole. I think like... I think this guy's very funny, and yeah. I want to be friends with him. <laughs> That's it. Like, as a parent, like, the the frequency with which we say awful shit that definitely goes over the kids' heads. Yeah. I mean, especially Toby, who does not speak yet. Like, yeah. you know, we can call him whatever. Uh, I definitely call him all kinds of horrible things, <laughs> just as jokes. Um, like, you can kind of, like, get away with stuff, you know? Yeah. And I feel like something like this, where it's like, this is a joke this kid will get, like, ten years down the line and be like, yo, my dad's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just hope it's not, like, broke it the mo- magic isn't broken early by yeah. like a parent or something another yeah. parent or you know it's just like or a friend it's just like hey that's this you know? yeah. but how often do you call a stuffed tiger by its last name <laughs> it's got a really formal a, relationship with it's stuffed animals such a nice name though <laughs> Bitties. mr biddies <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and that's oh my goodness biddies. but i also i also love the imagery of saying the name then looking at the wife <laughs> With a smirk and being like, eh, 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 and just lightning coming back at him. <laughs> oh my god, that's, oh, that's so, good. so funny. Yeah, I uh, also I don't think like to me an asshole it, there there's ah oh, no truth like you can be an asshole without intent. I feel like yeah. it was so innocent and playful. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's not like, and it's not like he he told the kid to name it something like super clearly offensive. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. he was like, "Hmm, your tiger's name is Tig. I'm gonna say his last name should be Cock Blaster." <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Tig right. Cock Blaster is not cool. No. I I do feel like <laughs> for a child, it sounds, it sounds like a cool name for like an army guy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like if something's clever enough, you get a pass. Yeah. You know, it's like my brother once got in trouble for oh, I shouldn't call him out for this but uh, he, he was, there was a girl who was like bullying him at school and so like he was kind of throwing back it was going back and forth yeah, yeah. and uh her name was stacia and and so he had um not this, i'm not condoning this this is not okay but he called her stacia wagon <laughs> <laughs> and my parents found it a little bit hard to be mad at him <laughs> I feel like if you're having a fight. <laughs> well, no, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, yeah. and and that's again like Stacia Wagon is her name, and like I mean I don't I don't know what she looked like, so maybe it's I think it's it was a, more a bit hurtful. of a fat dig. Okay, yeah. I generally don't like fat jokes. No, yeah. But if you're you know roasting each other back and forth, exactly, you know, kind of happens sometimes. Yeah, it's maybe a low blow. I'm not I'm not condoning it, but like the cleverness does take yeah. the sting out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a little point where you're like, all right, that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> except like when even it turns Stacia into might have been like, yeah, all right, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, funny. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. You know, like somebody burned me really bad when I was uh, I was playing uh, Halo, which I'm not very good at, and uh, <laughs> somebody told me to um, that I should play something more my speed, like electric knitting. And it was kind of like a sexist dig. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, hmm, it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, I hate that so much when that happens, though, when you're in an argument and you're the one receiving that. And you're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I just lost. Yeah. yeah. Especially, like, online. This was multiplayer, I assume? Yeah, as opposed no, to no, Michael was, calling you that? No, it was a friend. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But it, it does take the sting out of it somehow, like, the, mm-hmm. that you get a little bit of a pass if it's just yeah. like... Mm, as long as the good. cleverness doesn't lead to, like, a scarring nickname that everybody else pounces on and never drops. <sighs> yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they could be calling you spoons for the rest of your life. <laughs> what would you do? Jeez, huh? <laughs> can't imagine a worse fate than being I called know. spoons forever. Mm. Spoons, spoons are spoons are spoons. What I want to know is this: there. Oh, is wait. Is there a spoon that's two spoon heads? Like a double fused spoon? at the ba- ba- base, like a double headed spoon. What? Or do you mean two like, spoons back to back? 
to no no like imagine the spoon head yeah and then flip it uh do tell tell the audience what this means uh, <laughs> like an a you like an opposite like a the mind like a reflection okay yeah. so you have a second spoon that is reflected so you've got two scoops so they're gonna use so shape. You can like hold it like a shell. Okay. You're holding it like a shell. Huh. What would this be for? Just comfort of holding <laughs> it like a shell. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. And then you can snap it back together and put it in your pocket yeah. like a diva cup. Did you ever get like a really cool nickname that like you couldn't get anybody else to adopt? English. Oh, that is a cool nickname. That's yeah, good. one. My boss called me English. Yeah. Um, and nobody caught nobody. Bradley stuck. Red yeah. stuck for a while. English did not. Be, it wasn't taken on by anybody. I had a friend at work who called me Dre. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Oh. oh. No one else called me. <laughs> well, they all forgot. Yeah. Um. Oh, do you see what he did? Master of vocabulary, Tom's a let <laughs> That's not a nickname anyone's ever called me. I, um, I have a name I the asshole about myself. Because I, I did a thing the other day that I thought was really funny and clever. And in retrospect, feels like maybe a dick move a little bit. Oh, um, But you're very, like, overly cautious. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I'm the asshole for it. But I'm curious where you guys weigh in. Okay. And I also feel like it was funny, so I want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, you know how Jehovah's Witnesses will ring your doorbell? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and, like, ask you questions and tell you about Jesus or whatever. Yeah. Um, so these two nice old ladies came and rang my doorbell to tell me about Jesus or whatever. And they, like, I was nice about it. They they were like, oh, you know, like, how are you doing? I told them, yeah, I'm all right, I'm working, but, you know, what's up? They're like, oh, well, we just, we've been going around asking, you know, a question because we're kind of trying to, like, gauge people's responses. Like, that's interesting. Like, I've never had this approach. Cool. Yeah. What, what's your question? They asked me, do you think, like, whose fault do you think it is that bad things happen in the world? And I said, oh, definitely people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think I, I think I actually said, oh, oh, definitely people, mostly the white ones. <laughs> <laughs> Which these two like little old black ladies like definitely like had to stifle yeah, laugh because yeah. they're like trying to look professional, but they're like, <laughs> oh, okay, um, and they're like, a lot of people think it's God's fault, and I'm like, okay, yeah, like, yeah. They're like, what do you think of the idea that like God is to blame for like you know everything that's wrong in the world? I was like, I don't know. I think if there is a God, which I'm not totally sold on. Like, it would be kind of shitty for that god to, like, you know, make everything crappy. So, like, probably it's still mostly people's fault. And they were like, okay, cool, cool. Um, anyway, long story short, they give me their pamphlet. And uh-huh. I'm like, cool, like, I'll definitely, like, look this over. But here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't. Um, and they're like, oh, that's great. Like, you know, can we, like, come back later and, like, you know, kind of follow up with right, you and talk yeah. about it? I'm like, yeah, maybe not today because I'm working. They're like, oh, when do you not work? I'm like, I kind of always work, but like, you know, swing by another day of the week. I might be able to talk for like five minutes again. They're like, okay, yeah. cool. And they ask like, what do you do for work? I'm like, that's really nice to like actually act interested in what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I told them about the network and about all the podcast stuff. And one of them was like, like, oh, like I have, you know, my grandkids like listen to a lot of podcasts. So, you know, tell me about your stuff. And so I gave them a pamphlet for the network. Oh, cool. Uh, and I was kind of like, this is kind of a fun little exchange. Yeah. You know, they're inviting me to join their call. I'm inviting them to join yeah. Latin. Um, and after they left, I kind of thought about it and was like, is it kind of shitty to like hand back pamphlets for other things to people who are going door to door giving you pamphlets? Or am I good? There's only one part of that story that strikes me as you're the asshole. Okay. And that's when you invited them to come back. Because I don't <laughs> yeah, have yeah, yeah. any interest yeah. in ever talking to these people again. Fair enough. <laughs> you give them false hope, man. I guess that's valid. Yeah, yeah. that's the only part where I'm like, because I'm searching, like, where is Tom Yeah, me too. Be the me asshole? too. I was listening so attentively. I was like... It's got to be the fact that he doesn't want them to come back and he's scheduled hoping that they'll never show up when he's home. <laughs> I think it would be really funny if they came back because I definitely would ask them if they had a chance to check out any of our podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a, there's a little part of me that hopes they come back just for that, you know? Sure. Oh my goodness. That's hilarious. Uh, but no, for giving the pamphlet, not at all because it, it came through conversation and it wasn't your yeah. initial intent. Yeah. And they think... came to your home to solicit to you. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. So I don't think it's an unfair exchange to solicit like back. Yeah. Okay. okay. 
Would I be the asshole if I kept a stack of pamphlets in the front room of our house and every time someone came to the door to try and tell me about Jesus, I gave them a pamphlet for the network just right away? I wouldn't be against that. No, I think that's utterly fine. Yeah. I think we might get some weird reviews on iTunes. (laughs) I'm here for it. One star. They never talked about Jesus once. (laughs) Five stars. They compared Pikachu to Jesus on this episode. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I, I... uh, I we I really I really don't like you when you come to the door. Uh, they, no, a, a couple dudes came to the door yesterday, and they've come to the house so many times. Not these specific dudes, but uh, from from Jehovah's Witness, I think is they all have the same play, and it's it's just so <laughs> infuriating that they are. I don't know if they're trained or if it's they recruit people who have this ability, but the manipulation is so conscious and hard. Mm-hmm. Um, the we're bring we're just casually, hey, hi, how you doing? <laughs> hey, how do you like? Because he he opened up with the like, uh, just with how things are difficult right now, right. you know, and things things like even he he lives in Laval and there's this massive crash that happened where five people died just the other day and just like how do you cope with that kind of thing? Mm. So these are really genuine human needs to converse about these things like Mm -hmm. being vulnerable or being happy or whatever and they use that to open the door Mm -hmm. to get the jesus in yeah and that's the part i don't like and when there's a kid with them i always try and voice my opinion more clearly so that the kid get but the kid probably gets this all the time but like still i don't want to just be like oh great thanks for manipulating me but this time I totally did because he was so nice and he was so smooth <laughs> and forced so little on me. Like, because he knows that I don't, if he comes at me with Jesus, mm-hmm. they might have even, like, l- listed that down somewhere. Right. You know, they have little ledger. clipboard things. I think they're trained to, to like, because they do this all the time. Yeah. So, like, they start to learn, like, they give tips, they go back and, and talk about it. Mm-hmm. I've never actually had anybody come to my door, but... um. I know I've talked about this before, but I want to reiterate. If Mormons come to your door, hmm. they only have to do good works. Oh, right. Okay, right. Uh-huh. Yes, could continue this. So they get the door slammed in their face all the time. So evangelizing is one good work, but they could also clean out your garage. Ah. And would be happy to do so. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's not where I thought you were going. So you oh. can hack the system by getting Mormons to do chores for you. They painted my friend's house and they were delightful and we asked them a whole bunch of disrespectful questions. Oh my god. (laughs) And it was great and they were so happy to not have to go to like 10 more houses and they could write off in their ledger that they did a thing. Oh wow. And they were, yeah. So it it works for everyone. Great life hack. Use Mormons to your own advantage. Oh my goodness. Wow. That feels like a good note to end. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Is that what you're closing on? (laughs) I feel like we learned a lesson. We had some great conversations. We talked about what's in our fridge. Mm, That's true. You know, we we gave some hard advice, some really good advice about how to deal with Mormons. Yes. Yeah. I don't Uh, know if it's hard advice, but. Well, they want to manipulate you. Yeah. Then you should manipulate them. No, yeah. that's not. No, that's no, not the lesson. No, that's not the that's, lesson. That's oh, a, fuck. We, can, we need to talk more, cycle. Adrian, after the, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's an everybody wins scenario yeah, where okay. you get them yeah. to do your that's bidding. The, yes, yeah. okay. Everybody that's wins. It. Everybody that's wins. It. Everybody they wins. scratch your back, you, you know, I don't know. They scratch your back. I think I don't the, the premise is that they've piled on such a, a difficult scenario for themselves that doing things that you think are difficult is a pleasure for them. Yeah. Would they pop a zit? Oh, God, I hope not. I that's know. horrifying. I don't Sorry. know if that's a good... I, that seems abusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I've not understood... Uh, <laughs> don't the... make Mormons touch your body for any reason. <laughs> that's weird. More importantly, don't make them. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was never... No, I didn't... That's not what I'm saying. I can't even imagine why you would have them do it other than like a fetish site, which I'm sure they don't want. <laughs> oh, no. I just, I don't know. Maybe I was going to like, oh, what would they do? You know, what would they? Okay. Bow, 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 bow. What would they do <laughs> to help you? What would you do for a Mormon? Uh, <laughs> for a Klondike? Mormon? Bar. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, if you guys like this episode... <laughs> Send it to at this rough, rough end. <laughs> Send it to a, a Mormon in the Klondike. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! It's a place, of course. Yes. 
I thought it was like a last name or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's a place. I asked that already. Canada was <laughs> happening to me. Kate's caught in an infinite loop of not being sure what places exist. It's the one where the polar bear lives on the label of the ice cream bar. I can't trust labels. <laughs> Sorry, Tom, continue. Right. If you like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. <laughs> We've made a strong case for it. Oh, right? yeah. Um, we also have merch, and you can click the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at Public. And you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts and sharing this episode with a friend who needs some advice on how to deal with those pesky Mormons in their life. Why you gotta bring that back? I'm, I'm, my brain was already gone past that point. And just bring it back. You know what? You, you should take the money that you would have paid somebody to do a small chore around your house, get a Mormon to do it, send that money over to our Patreon. You're welcome. Wow. That's smart. That's like an arrow that goes in multiple directions, like in that movie. Business. Business. Business the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You can also share this episode with a friend who likes olives, pitted or not pitted. Oh, yeah. Uh, or maybe with a friend who uh, needs to know that it's okay to have things in your fridge that are weird sometimes. If it's dead, it's okay. Yeah. No, that's not. I'm not giving the best advice today. Don't I listen to me. I think there's a lot of dead things in my fridge, to be fair, that aren't just, you know. Yeah, but not with like We don't want live things in there, so that's so, like... That yeah. sound. That's it. Don't yeah. put anything live in your fridge. Unless it's a moth, because that's how you slow their heartbeat to the point that they're dead, and then you poke them in some wood and you show it to your friends. Yeah, that's you can do that also with how flies. you deal with Mormons. <laughs> you can follow the show. No! No! <laughs> you can follow the show on the socials at Down With Talking, and each of us individually, I'm at Tom Zalatni. I'm at Red Random at Boxless Thoughts. Does anyone have anything to plug? Bearing in mind this comes out August 20. August 20. 20. No, I don't know. No, I think I'm good. Sweet. (laughs) Uh, I want to plug a special offer. Oh. Um, From now slash a week ago, but, you know, at the time of listening, this is still going. Till the end of August, uh, if you pledge at $25 or above or increase your pledge to $25 or above or are already pledged there because you're, you know, one of the two people who's pledged above that already. Awesome. Thanks for that. Um, If you pledge 25 or more, by the end of August, you get to choose a theme for us to explore for a full oh, month. Yes. Um, we, starting in September, this is the first time I'm like mentioning this on the show. Yeah. Um, starting in September, we're going to try a new thing where we're going to have like month-long themes that we're going to explore. Uh, we're not necessarily going to do it every month, so we might have a month off to like just goof around. Uh-huh. Uh, like October, we might just, you know, goof around or have a loose theme like spooky. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. Um, But generally, it'll be like at least every other month or so, we'll have like a dedicated theme. Um, To edible underwear, for example. Yeah. Fetishes? Conspiracies? Fetishes. I I could talk about those two things forever. Get Carrie Popper, Popper, Beep, Bap, Boop. Strawberry? Scat? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say we can get Carrie Poppy back. (laughs) Well, the scat episode will be part of the fetish month. Um, Anyway, our theme for the month of September is teaching and teachers. So we're going to interview a bunch of teachers, talk about teaching. (laughs) This is so distracting. (laughs) It's it's really solid scatting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Um, teachers, teachers. Anyway, yeah. So um, if you're one of our existing patrons and you have questions you want to ask teachers, please send them in so that we can ask them during those episodes uh if you're not a patron yet but you have questions for teachers you know how to make questions happen give us money uh and if you pledge 25 or more you get to submit a theme for us to talk about uh in a future month and we have to do it we'll figure it out so it'll be you know you have a lot of power basically yeah you spend money on this show you get a lot of power if you pledge more than 50 dollars a month you get to decide what we wear on each button no that's not a true that's not a true thing that's hard do we have (laughs) any any rules on it like could it just be like greg we could have four Gregs, and I know enough Gregs that we could do that. Okay. Oh. Do you want to have a month of Gregs? If your name is Greg and you're listening to this right now, you're obligated to pledge us $25 and force us to have a month of Greg episodes. That's a, a real monkey's paw scenario. I don't know how good that, that month of content will be. Oh, my That could goodness. be a really good way to get yourself on the show. That's true. <laughs> if you were like, hey, I'm Greg. I got, I'm one of your guests now. That's 25 bucks. That's really not that expensive. But, you know, it could be something more reasonable like holidays or, you know. All right depression or something you know, more on brand for us dice 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 we get andrew dice clay yeah do you want to interview no andrew dice clay? no i don't <laughs> hickory dickory <laughs> <laughs> he's here <laughs> anyway hey <laughs> the offer expires at the end of august so think about doing it it's it's a good time also the 25 dollar perk is an hour-long skype session with me whoa which is pretty 
fucking sick. Oh, so think about it. Yeah. Right. It's so good. Right. Oh, God. Tum time. Call it tum time. Oh, my God. Adrian, do you want to give some special thanks? I would love to give some special thanks. <laughs> um... Some special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use their title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all of their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by Tom Zalatni for the Upward uh, Upward Network. Yes, Upford Network. <laughs> upward. <laughs> upward and onward. Upward and forward. <laughs> Up forward and nowhere. Uh, you can <laughs> you can find out about all of our great shows at upfordnetwork.com See you next week. Thanks bye. so much for listening. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, is that an instruction? Like they should yeah, buy pie. They should buy pie. Cool. For themselves, for their families. Correct. <laughs> yeah, he's coming to see you. I said, now Benson, Benson, Joe. Benson, Benson, Hi everyone, I am Hughes the Younger. And I'm Hughes the Elder. We also go by Nick and Jim respectively. We are the father-son duo and the co-hosts of Canada's Young Leaders. CYL is a podcast that Nicholas and I put together and bring out every week. We interview a really exciting special person. We take a lot of time to find them and they bring to you new ideas and new messages that we think you'll find interesting. We are really trying to push the dialogue forward, introduce our listeners to big ideas in realms of immigration, indigenous reconciliation, climate change. Ultimately, we want to push Canada forward on these issues and really create a better country for all of us. So please tune in. We release episodes every Monday and you can find us on the Upward Network. Hey, I'm Aaron Lakoff, host of Changing on the Fly, a brand new podcast on the Upford Network. Changing on the Fly is a podcast that dives deep into the intersections between hockey and social justice. We take on issues of sexism, racism, and homophobia on the ice. You'll hear from athletes, activists, fans, scholars, and even musicians who love hockey but want to keep the jerks out of the game. Think Colin Kaepernick or Serena Williams, but with skates and less teeth. It's your perfect antidote to Don Cherry and Coach's Corner. Hey, Don, what do you think of changing on the fly? Not the left-wing pinkle media bleeding hearts, guys. What are you, nuts? Anyways, you can find Changing on the Fly wherever you get your podcasts or visit us online at changingonthefly.wordpress.com.